Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about the tone you use when you say the title to this episode. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about how to say no when you're standing at a buffet of sin. You know, every moment we have a decision to make. Are we going to choose to live like Jesus righteously, or are we going to give in to how we used to live sinfully? Now, some moments are more tempting than others. Sometimes we're handed the opportunity to sin in a different way than we normally can. But temptation is always there. It's like they say with substance addiction. You can remain clean for years and staying that way gets easier over time, but ultimately the temptation never fully goes away. And we can apply that to all of sin, really. We once lived lives addicted to sin and disobedience, and we've been cleansed of that past, but the temptation is still there. We're all tempted to do the wrong thing. And most of the time, those temptations, they aren't extravagant. Maybe it's just looking at a pitch-in table and uh, you can't stop yourself from gorging. Yeah, that's temptation. Maybe it's coveting that promotion at work. That's temptation for pride. Or you can get cut off on the interstate and you want to honk and let them feel your anger. That's temptation too. Every single one of us is tempted every single day. And as hard as we may try, not a single soul on this planet has been able to avoid all temptation. In fact, when we look at scripture, we know that even Jesus, the son of God, was tempted. He never sinned and he is ready and able to help us overcome temptation in part because of that experience. At Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 11, it tells us to be diligent lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. And then in verse 14, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in, in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Now, what an eye-opening juxtaposition here. You know, first we're told you can't hide from the Almighty God. You must give an account to him, but he's not unsympathetic. He knows our weaknesses. We have a high priest who is tempted just like we are, so we can boldly go before the throne and ask for mercy. Jesus knows about temptation, and even he couldn't escape that temptation. You remember the scene with Jesus and Satan in the desert. Satan was uh, tempting Jesus, hoping in vain that the Son of God would give in um, to those temptations to make bread to eat or to worship him and become rich and to test God by uh, jumping from that high point. And Satan warped scripture to try to lure Jesus into giving in. And by the way, Satan still is trying to do that today, trying to convince us to twist scripture to justify sin. So here is Jesus 
He's hungry, he's thirsty, he's tired, he's at a vulnerable point in his life. And so Jesus, or excuse me, Satan uses that opportunity to see if he can convince this second Adam to follow the pattern of the first Adam. First Corinthians uh, in verse or chapter 15, starting in verse 45, it says, And so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, and afterward, the spiritual. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. And as we have been born the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. You know, the first man, Adam, was of earth, he was of dust, but the last Adam, Jesus, was from heaven. And we have been born the image of dust, but we are to move beyond what's natural to what is spiritual, what is heavenly. In other words, where Adam followed Satan and sinned, Jesus rebuked Satan and he stayed holy and we are to follow Jesus. Everyone is tempted, but Jesus shows us how to overcome that temptation. So, to find the key to not giving in to this buffet of sin in front of us, we need to turn to Jesus, who is the only one who is able to totally resist. You know, notice back in Hebrews 14, 15, it says that Jesus is without sin. You know, despite being tempted, Jesus never gave in. I, however, do give in. I wage a war on sin, but I have setbacks in that war. I can give in to temptation with both my thoughts and my actions. We often think of sin uh, in terms of what we actually do. But Jesus said that even our thoughts betray God in us. When we think a, a sinful thought, we have a sinful desire, then we are guilty of sin, according to Matthew 5, 21 through 48. Even if we don't physically engage in the act, we are still guilty. And on top of that, when we sin in our thoughts, it makes it easier for us to sin in our actions too. But Jesus, he didn't sin at all. No sinful thoughts, no sinful actions, no sin at all. And because Jesus was tempted, yet he never sinned, he is ready and he is able to help us resist our temptation. That's the key. We need to recognize we are insufficient to do this. We've tried. Very few people set out to be as sinful as possible. Most of us are just trying to do the best we can. But the reality that the Bible was written to show us is that on our own, we couldn't stop giving in. God gave people the law so they could know right from wrong. There was no pleading innocence, but people kept giving in. We were more like the first Adam than the second. And we need to realize that it is impossible for us to resist temptation totally on our own. We can't do it. As long as we are trying to conquer sin on our own, we are just spinning our wheels. That's why all of our attempts to make our society and ourselves more moral or just foolish if they aren't rooted in Christ. We can't legislate or encourage morality without the help of Jesus. But here comes the Son of God. Hebrews 14 says, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. If we are going to resist sin, we need Jesus' help. 
And because we have a great high priest who passed through the heavens, we can go boldly before the throne of grace and we can obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Our Savior, Jesus, can forgive and give us the tools we need to resist sin just like he did. Yeah, the key to not giving in is simply to recognize we can't stop on our own. We need grace. We need Jesus. And that is what is offered to us. Temptation is all around. Every single moment, we are given a decision to choose between righteousness and sin. And through Jesus, we are given the tools we need to make the right choice. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. And I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's YouTube or Facebook or uh, Spotify. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every single day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.